Seek the companionship of the Holy Spirit in your life. As God's people in our efforts to live and learn and even teach the gospel in our lives, if that's something that the Lord has called you to do as well in your life, then we should first and foremost seek the companionship of the Holy Spirit. Now, in order to seek the to have the companionship of the Holy Spirit, we must be striving for righteousness in our lives. But there should be a goal that should govern our choices and guide our thoughts and actions every day of our lives to seek the companionship of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost purifies our hearts and inspires in us a desire to live by truth. And he whispers to us the way to do this. Are you listening for the whisperings of the Holy Spirit in your life? Are you taking time, quiet time, to do so? John 14, 26. Truly, the Holy Ghost shall teach us all things. Sometimes in our lives, we can be in bondage. And that can be spiritually or temporally. What is the solution? What do we need to do? What can we do? Well, listen to the words from the Book of Mormon, Mosiah 7.33. But if you will turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart, And put your trust in him and serve him with all diligence of mind. If ye do this, he will, according to his own will and pleasure, deliver you out of bondage. This is God's word for you. What is repentance? Gospel Principle, Chapter 19. Becoming free from our sins through repentance. Repentance is the way provided for us to become free from our sins and receive forgiveness for them. Sins slow our spiritual progression and can even stop it. Repentance makes it possible for us to grow and develop spiritually again. The privilege of repenting is made possible through the atonement of Jesus Christ. I am so grateful for my Lord and Savior. I am so grateful for his atonement in my life. I can relate when I read these words that sin slows spiritual progression and can even stop it. Whenever I have sinned, then I have felt the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, depart from me. 
And I don't feel as close to the Lord when I come to the Lord. I kind of feel like I'm shut up from the presence of the Lord. And I felt like my spiritual progression slowed down. And I knew that if I didn't repent, you know, if I didn't have faith and come to the Lord and repent, then my spiritual progress could come to a complete halt. And I would move further and further away from the Lord and and deeper and deeper into darkness because I wouldn't have his spirit to be with me. So I'm grateful for the atonement of Jesus Christ because repentance, the privilege of repenting, is made possible through his atonement. And it makes it possible for us to grow and develop spiritually again. And that is the greatest feeling in the world as a as a child of God. I really believe that as we continue to grow in Christ, it becomes more and more important for us to continue along the path. You know, we we start to feel the spirit of the Lord in our lives. And the joy of the Lord. And it begins to really matter in our lives. It it begins to take precedence over a lot of things in our lives. And we continue to grow in the image of our Lord and Savior. and to live by the Spirit, and to be guided by the Spirit, and to come to know greater blessings of the Lord in our lives. You know, and this requires great courage on our part. It requires much strength. And sometimes it can involve tears, and many tears, unceasing prayers, and untiring efforts to live the commandments of the Lord. And I know that this is true. Many tears. When we sin, we should experience godly sorrow to know that we have done something, committed an act or a sin that is against the will of God, the commandments of God. And, and I believe that it brings sorrow to our Heavenly Father because He desires for us to continue to grow and to receive the blessings that He has in store for us. He desires for us to be blessed and to have the joy and the comfort and peace of the spirit that comes as we are willing to continue and to live obediently and faithful in our lives. 
So I'm grateful for our Lord and Savior that he has provided a way that we don't have to continue under the burdens of our sins. We should always have faith and confidence to know that we can come to the Lord, that he, no matter how far we may feel we are, away from God, no matter what sins, the severity of the sins, we should always come to the Lord with a heart of repentance and allow him to speak to us, heal us, and comfort us. Our Savior has went, suffered a lot for us to have the privilege of repenting in our lives through his atonement. So it is God's will. It is his will for us to come unto his son and receive the gift of repentance from our sins. I want to talk also about an area that is a vital part of repentance, and that is to forgive those who have sinned against us. The Lord will not forgive us unless our hearts are fully cleansed of all hate, bitterness, and bad feelings against other people. We learn about that and also through a scripture in the Book of Mormon 13, 13, 14, and 15. And in Doctrines and Covenants 64, 9, it reads, Therefore I say unto you that ye are to forgive one another. But he that forgiveth not his brother, his trespasses standeth condemned before the Lord. For there remaineth, remaineth in him the greater sin. If we're carrying hate, bitterness, and bad feelings towards others. This is not the will of the Lord for us in our lives. Hate is not of the Lord. Bitterness is not of God. And harboring bad feelings against God's people is not of the Lord. And I know that that's a challenge for many of us. Because we've had experience with people that have really hurt us in our lives, brought a lot of pain and suffering, abuse, disappointment, hurt. But think about God. Think about our Savior. Do you believe that the Lord would have you to continue to live your life in that way? That's not what he wants for you. What he does want is to heal you of those things. In our lives, the Lord knows everything 
He knows the experiences that you've had. He knows the people that have hurt you, the people that have wronged you, that have caused you hurt and pain and disappointment, that have let you down, betrayed you. He knows who they are. He knows everything that they have done. He knows how it has affected your heart. But the Lord cares about your heart. And he cares about what you're carrying in your heart. And he desires for you to be fully cleansed of these things. He wants to fill your, your heart with his joy, his comfort, his healing, his peace, his strength. He wants to renew your heart. He wants for you to be new, to have a new heart in him, to have a fullness of joy in his life. And through him, you can experience it. You can have it. You may think or feel, but Lord, you know, but Lord, this person, they did this. They did that thing to me, Lord. And it really hurt me. It devastated me. It took me to places I've never been. I was demeaned and belittled and used and abused. And you may think or feel that you was treated so unkindly. Yet he knows, he knows. And he knows that you're holding on to it. And he's asking today, if this is where you are, that you come to him and give it to him. Give this to him, the hate, the bitterness, and the bad feelings. Pour it out to God. You know, when you have experiences in your life, tell the Lord, come to the Lord in prayer and tell him, express to him what is in your heart, how the situations and circumstances in your life, how they've impacted you and caused you to 
how it's caused you to feel. The burdens of it. How it's overwhelmed you and you and you feel you'll never be the same again. Give that to the Lord. And ask him to cleanse you of it. Ask the Lord to cleanse you of those things so that he can heal you. Do you want to heal? Do you want to be healed in your life? Do you desire, do you truly desire to let these, the feelings of hate and bad feelings and bitterness go? What is it serving in your life to hold on to it? It doesn't help you. It does not help you in any way. You're not justifying yourself by holding on to it, whatever it is. Let it go. Let it go. And it takes a lot of courage to let it go. But give it to the Lord. He will strengthen you to let it come. And as you come to him and humble yourself before him, just give it all to him. Give your heart to the Lord. Pour out your feelings to the Lord. He is the only one that can heal you. He can heal you of it all. But you have to be willing to have faith in him, to come unto him and know that he has the power to forgive you, to heal you and to give you the strength to forgive others in your life. That really may seem hard, depending on where you're at, to you know, think of, okay, I want to forgive that person, the Lord. You may feel, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. I, I don't know if I'm there yet. But yes, you can. Yes, you can. Through the Lord's grace and power and mercy, yes, you can. What a powerful testimony the Lord will give you when he heals you. Your heart will finally be free. You'll be a new person. Your heart will be healed. And you will be able to live again as God 
as it is his will for you to live. We go through experiences in life that only God can heal us of. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. And we have experiences that only He can spiritually heal us of. Many times in our lives we have a need for physical healing, but our spiritual healing can be so much greater. Because there it, it, spiritual, when there's a need for spiritual healing, it is at the very core of our being. And I need a Lord. can fully cleanse our hearts so that we can be healed and we can forgive others. The Lord, for, he desires for you to forgive whoever the person or people are. He desires that for you. He does not want you living in this life carrying the burden of Bitterness, bitterness, hate, and having bad feelings about people in your life. It's a burden that the Lord, he does not want you to carry. He desires for you to be happy, healed, he desires to fill your heart up with brand new joy. Experiences that's going to fill your heart with joy, peace, happiness, comfort, fulfillment. You cannot seek for these things in your heart beneath it all is filled with these feelings, these bad feelings. You cannot fool the Lord. You can put on uh, a mask every day and you can pursue your goals and things that are important to you. And then underneath it all, there's all this pain and bitterness and bad feelings and sorrow and grief. And disappointment and feelings of shame and belittlement and demeanment. There's something that just doesn't seem right about that. When you think about it, if you are, if you've given your life to Christ, you're a child of God, a son or a daughter. 
Old things have passed away and all things have become new. But it's only through Christ that you can experience it and know it. Refuse to go on living your life like that. Hear the calling from the Lord in your life to come unto him. He is knocking at your door. This message speaks to you. The Lord is knocking on your door. The door to your heart and saying to you, open the door and let me in. Get down on your knees and open the door. Open your heart so the Lord can come in. And pour it out. Everything. Everything. The emptiness, the hatred, the hurt. Everything. Tell the Lord about it. Tell him about it. Whatever you feel. Whatever's bearing on your heart. Burdening you. Give it to him and let it go. And allow him to comfort you. And give you the healing that nothing in this world can. You can look for it in other places, but you will never find it. You will only come up empty. When you come home and shut the door to where you live, it's empty. You only feel emptiness. Because you're lacking that you're lacking the grace and the power and the healing and the peace in your heart that only our Lord can give to you. Do not live your life. Do not go forward another day in your life without taking it to the Lord, giving it to God. Give it to the Lord. Empty yourself of it and believe that he will heal you. And he will give you the strength to forgive those that you need to forgive. And then leave it in the Lord's hands. Leave it in God's hands.
God knows our hearts. He knows the hearts of his people. He knows the heart of whoever around you in your life. You don't. You don't know. And whoever the people are that hurt you, misused you, or abused you, the Lord knows who they are. He knows how you have been impacted by what other people have done to you. But remember, whoever they are, they are still a child of God. They're his son or daughter, no matter who they are. His hand is over their lives. He loves them just as much as he loves you. And just like you are willing to give your life to Christ, repent of your sins, be forgiven of your sins, and be converted and have a change of heart to, from through the Lord and receive his healing, so can that. We have to remember, you know, that whoever, what the people that have hurt us in our lives and done these things, these these people are God's people. They're God's people. None of us are perfect. None of us. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But you best believe that whoever that person is, or those people are, when they come before our Lord with a humble heart and sincerely desire repentance and to be forgiven and cleansed of their sins and have a change of heart. He is not going to turn them away. Because he loves them just as much as he loves you. And when it comes down to the justice of God for the choices and the actions that we have made in our lives, you have to leave that in the hands of God. Because he's working in their lives just like he's working in yours. God has the power to change hearts. He has the power to change your heart, my heart, 
in the hearts of anyone that comes before him and sincerely desires to live for Christ and to be a new creature in him. We cannot judge others. That's the Lord's job. And leave it in his hands. We have to be willing to do our part. How many times have you have you heard, you know, on the news when someone committed an unthinkable act of crime, you know, killing children or a loved one, and the person the family member that greed and loss a loved one under those circumstances. They were willing to forgive. They were willing to forgive. That is a person that has a heart that has been cleansed by our Lord. They don't hold those things in their hearts. Unforgiveness, they don't hold it in their hearts. It is not of them, it's not in their hearts to do so because the Lord has given them a new heart. He's changed their heart. He's changed their life. He's changed their hearts. He's given them a heart for him. So they, they sincerely desire to forgive. Because Christ lives in them. He lives in their heart. The Holy Spirit lives in their heart. That's what the Lord can do in a person's life. And we may, in certain circumstances like that, we may think, how can they do it? How could they just forgive? It is because of the pure love of Christ that God has placed in their heart. And if you seek for it, sincerely through prayer, and ask God to forgive, to cleanse you of any unforgiveness and hate and bitterness and bad feelings against other people, he will, you know what? He'll, he'll heal you of that and fill you with his love. That's what the Lord will do in your life. So I want to leave you with these thoughts here from the Gospel Principle Manual. 
The prophets have declared that this life is the time for men to prepare to meet God. Alma 34, 32 from the Book of Mormon. In this life, this is your time to prepare to meet God. I really don't believe you want to go when it's time for you to stand before the Lord and have those feelings in your heart. I don't believe that. So prepare to meet God now. Don't procrastinate your repentance. Do not allow your spiritual progress to be slowed down or to even come to a halt because you are holding on to these things in your heart. Don't allow it. Run to the Lord. Get on your knees and go to God. Forgiveness is a part of repentance. If you desire for the Lord to forgive you of your sins, you have to be willing to forgive others. We have all sinned. So show the Lord that you're willing to be faithful and allow the Lord to heal you. Begin to repent now and every day. When you get up in the morning, Examine yourself to see whether the Spirit of God is with you. And at night, before you go to bed, reveal your acts and the words of the day and ask the Lord to help you recognize the things for which you need to repent. We need, as God's people, to experience the daily process of becoming perfect. So that our happiness and joy in this life and in the life to come can be sweet and exquisite. Because that is what the Lord can give to us in our lives. That kind of happiness, exquisite. And we certainly will know it on a greater level in the world of God. I pray that God's peace and will fill your his love will fill your heart. If this message was for you today, I pray that you have felt the Lord knocking at your door, asking you to let him in. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. This has been Faith Matters. 
God's word for you. Thank you so much for joining me. It has been a joy to be with you. May God bless you and strengthen you and comfort you and bring you peace as you draw closer to him. This has been Faith Matters, God's word for you.